Hey guys, welcome to the Enrich Your Life podcast. You're with your host, Rich Louder, and we're going to be talking all things health, fitness, and well-being related. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get this podcast started. Alrighty guys, welcome to the second episode of the Enrich Your Life podcast, and I'm here with Louis Huckstep, the owner of PLC Kumra, and uh, we're here to talk about how you can create your own business success. Um, welcome, Louis. Mate, it's a bloody pleasure. Thank you for having me, mate. <laughs> Love to have is... you on board, mate. Thank, um, thank you. Yeah, look, mate, I, I really would like to start off by, I guess, you introducing yourself and... Um, Giving, giving the listeners a little bit of a background on yourself and what you've done. Cool, mate. Um, I'll give you the summarized version of it, but um, I, I'm from Norfolk Island, if you ever want to Google that up. It's a tiny little place. Moved over here when I was um, around sort of 10, 11 years old. Uh, was into sport my entire life, which ties into a lot of my attitude now, which I'll come back to later. But yeah, big, big sports fanatic, literally everything under the sun. I had to go at tennis, rugby league, uh, touch football, golf, like loved every form of sport. I really loved the competitive side of it. Um, I was really into, um, like I said, sport, and I wanted to be a PE teacher growing up. I wanted to be a physio at one stage. Um, I got hit some injuries in sport towards sort of the end of year 12, and that's where I actually got my certs in school. Then um, was looking to get a job in the fitness industry, applied to a lot of gyms, got knocked back by about eight of them. I had a trial at one of them and they still gave me the no. So um, I, I kept looking, I found um, PLC in the process. I reached out and said, hey, look, I don't want any money. I don't want you to pay me. I want to come down and work for free, have some work experience. That was four years ago um, and got into PLC and um, I just been uh, been enjoying the enjoying the ride so far, really been been attached to Scotty's hip for a little bit. Um, he's starting to have, I'm um, having a lot more autonomy, autonomy these days, a lot more freedom, which is cool. And yeah, mate, that's, uh, I guess that's a summarized version, mate. Huge sports and uh, fanatic, um, really enjoy learning and growing myself. And I just got involved really early on when PLC was ri- literally nothing. There was one uh, one studio, no equipment. Oh, we trained on the concrete. Um, and yeah, I've just sort of been along along the journey the whole time and I've picked up some really cool wins so I bought into the Burley gym uh, two years ago we then used that to fund the next one which is Kumara which you mentioned I invested into one in Molendina which is cool um, and I'm in the process of working on the next one. So picked up a couple wins along the way, learned a shitload along the way, a lot of personal development, a lot of events. And yeah, and just man, really enjoying the process now. I've really started to find a really cool balance because I've really struggled with that in the past. So yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell, mate. That's awesome, brother. So owner of three gyms, one more potentially on the way. Um, where I really want to know, where does your drive come from? That's a good question, and that that question that answer has actually changed for me over over the time. Because when I first got into it, when I was in year twelve, doing the work experience thing, I we started goal setting and you find your why and all that stuff, and I was really lost with it because I I didn't come from a really like messed up background. I wasn't sleeping on the street. My I wasn't in an abusive family. We had some challenges as most families did. Like my mum and dad split when they were very young. They a uh, bit bit of drama growing up, but like nothing that like compared to people what a lot of people go through. I I didn't have the harshest upbringing. So it's not like I've got some like really heroic story to share with everyone. Like it came from the ashes. Like Oprah. Oprah is like for me like makes me like whenever I hear of her story or remind myself of her story, it's like literally Louis, what's your fucking excuse type of thing. I'm not sure if you know her. It's like she was yeah what going to that she was raped um 
a stillborn child, etc. So, like, compared to Oprah, I haven't got the, the hero story to give, but a lot of mine came from, it comes from that cliche answer of you hang, you become your hang with. When you start to hang around people who are driven, who are motivated, who have goals, who are working on themselves, you just naturally start to do it. I remember, and I joke about it now, but our first sort of goal-setting session that we did, uh, you, you had to write down your why, like, what is your why? And I remember mine, it was ages ago, back in the, the Herbalife days when we were doing that, and I remember mine was like, to never do manual labor, because I hate working hard. That was literally it. <laughs> Because I had a couple uh, stints with my dad doing tiling, and I fucking hated it. Like, um, these hands are not made for um, hard work, essentially. So, I was just really set on, I don't want to be in a position. Because I, I, I saw some of my mates who still do it now. They labor. They work hard. I was like what you used to do, like digging holes all day. Like, I c- couldn't picture anything worse because I'm quite a lazy person when it comes to doing that type of stuff because it doesn't give me energy. So, my first why was not to do manual labor. Then it became like I wanted to take my mom on a holiday. Then it's like I want to support my family. Then I have, have, I've got a nephew now. I want to look after him. Then I want to help hundreds of the people, thousands of people. So, it always grows like most people's because your, your perception of what's possible grows because when you first start, you want to – like when you start PT, you just want to get a couple of clients and you're like, oh, I want to have multiple clients. I want to have – 30 clients, I want to open my own gym, I want to open multiple gyms. Like your perspective keeps changing of what's possible. But I guess my drive really comes back to just being around those type of people who talk about it and digging deeper because it's that rule that you'll always do more for others than you will for yourself because I'm doing okay now where I'll be looked after for a long time. But now it's like, oh, well, can you support your mum? Can you give back to people that you care about? Can you support a charity? So it's always for me, Always look after self first because you can't pour from an empty cup. So always look after yourself, but then find something that means more to you. And you don't, like I said, you don't need the the cliche story that you've come from the ashes and you've come from the gutter to be the, the most successful person. And there's a lot of cool stories out there like Oprah, like Tony Robbins, like a ton of people. But for me, it's always hanging around people who are going to give you that kick up the ass when you need one, change your perspective a little bit because when you hang around people doing better than you, you kind of like, fuck, what am I doing? I need to step up a little bit. It's like when you train with someone fitter than you, which we might have experienced today, it's like, shit, I've got a bit of work to do. So when you're in your own little bubble or you're in, if you're the king of your castle, if you're the big fish in a small pond, then you're not going to have much drive. You're going to be quite comfortable, quite chilled out, quite complacent. But when you go down to like a Tony Robbins or event or a Kerwin Ray event or a person like a room full of people who are who and where you're the smallest fish in the biggest pond that sort of makes you get shit i need to step the fuck up right now i need to do better so that's i guess a lot of mine comes from that conditioning of being around just better people from an earlier age when i was like i said 18 when i got the work experience uh just being around obviously scott was my first mentor and then getting into those events like tony like Kerwin, um all the events i've done over the time so yeah yeah that's kind of my take so anyways you kind of spoke a little bit there on your why and and the reason why you do what you do and i just really want to know like how do you channel that so that you're focused on what it is that you're doing right now to you know to progress forward yeah cool so we we have a really cool goal setting i guess um process that we do um we do it's it's very much kerwin that was stolen from because i'm I think where I guess where you're going to like if what you're doing right now sometimes you don't feel motivated to do it you get lazy and you just literally can't be fucked doing it because maybe you haven't linked up what you're doing to the bigger picture and I'm, I've been there before so we have a really good goal setting process and before having it like this I had other ways of doing it like I used to I had my why, my why which was to support my family give them the life they deserve etc and I would have that I'd write that every day I'd write that in my little um, my little diary back then um, and then I had it as my background on my phone um, I used to stick it on my mirror um, in the morning but now since 
I guess, getting clearer with our goal-setting process, with Kerwin having your purpose and your, mi- your mission and everything of what you want to achieve in life. I see it every day because we, we check up on our goals every single day and it's right at the top. So you're, you're just constantly reminded of it because when you get into the trenches, the trenches of doing work, you can forget and lose, uh, I guess, hindsight, not hindsight, that's not the word, Get lose, lose perspective. Focus, yeah, yeah, lose your focus and you forget why you are actually doing what it is that you're doing. It's Because it's not about, it's like, Right, it's Sunday now. It's not about like getting some extra leads today for the week coming because if you don't have a reason to, why the fuck would you like go go home and chill out? But if you've got that, I guess that intrinsic reason um, to do something, intrinsic means something that means something internally to you rather than extrinsic, which is more your cars and houses. When you've got that intrinsic drive to really do more because it means more to you, that's that's for me what helps you out the most. So I, I guess to answer the question is to have it written somewhere. If And if you're very new to it, start writing it down. If you're not clear on it, again, start writing it down, start getting clear on it and then get to a point like, for me, I see mine multiple times a day. Like I see, like I get reminders of it all the time. Like I, yeah, like for me, you just got to, Constantly check up on it because I see a lot of people that set goals. They'll do like a New Year's resolution and then they won't check up on it until the fucking next year. Mm-hmm. And but that goal of like they say, oh, this year I'm going to lose some weight or this year I'm going to make some money. There's no, there's no reason behind it, and that's where I think it's like like two percent of people actually follow through with New Year's resolutions. I think eighty percent give up within the first sort of like month or two. I can't remember the statistics on it, but yes, yeah, really having that. In intrinsic reason behind it but then seen it multiple times a day whether you set it as your background like maybe you're doing it for your parents you're doing it for your kids your family your partner like have that as the background on your phone I've got a quote as mine at the moment but like have it where it just reminds you of it it reminds you every single day that's I guess my biggest suggestion for people and tip that I would give people yeah another massive one I guess you kind of linked into it a little bit there I spoke about it is that like you need some form of accountability now what is it that you do for accountability um, around those goals? Like who's who's keeping you accountable because you're the one that's operating um, these gyms and you're the one that's doing all this work behind the scenes, but who keeps you accountable? Cool. So we, I like I, I can't remember the term of it. It's um, from the book Principles. It's uh, Ray Dalio. He, I can't remember the word he uses, but it, it's a, a meritocracy, a something meritocracy. I can't remember the name of it, where everyone's on an equal playing field because you're right like the person at the top of the chain essentially doesn't have someone like saying hey mate you haven't hit your targets this week or something called there's that there's not that pressure on it but i like to believe that in my in my businesses and in my teams and the people i'm around i i would like to feel that everyone is on the same level in terms of accountability like if i don't if i show up to the gym one day my attitude shit and i my i'm i'm not well presented or I don't know, my energy is really low or I take a shit session, I would I would hope that I would get pulled up for that. Not not because Louis is the boss and Louis controls it because that's, that's far from the case in my opinion. It's uh, having that mutual respect for everyone. So whether you're a trainer, it's your first week or whether you're the manager like yourself or whether you're the owner like me or someone else, like I don't care who you are. I don't care like what badge you've got on or what title you've got you're 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 here on the same mission as us so i don't believe in having that sort of that there is at the end of the day there needs to be a hierarchy in terms of a business structure but i don't believe there has to be a hierarchy in terms of keeping each other accountable like i'm a human being just like you if i fuck up i want you to keep me to it so but to answer the question we do um we do they call like meeting rhythms so we do like huddles in the morning so um which obviously you experience as well so like uh it's the weekend now so we need we're going to do our team debrief after this so we set goals um obviously for the year then we go quarters and we go monthly weekly daily and we check up on it literally twice a day 
So comparing to what I sort of joked about before, New Year's resolution, check up the next year, once every 12 months, we check up twice a day. I'm terrible at maths. That's 700 and something times a year. We check up on what have you done today? Do you need any support? And are you on track? Like that, that level of accountability where it becomes a non-negotiable, you never miss it. It's completely changed my life. So yeah, just having, I guess, have a system around it to take away the lack of human people human people that's not a phrase the lack of people involved like you said from a um boss i guess i don't like the word boss as a leader perspective people who are going to keep you accountable have a system in place where you do your checkups because maybe you're a solopreneur right now and you don't have anyone you don't have any team to do it with come up with your own meeting rhythms where you do a huddle every morning you do a midday huddle etc and how they run is you just say what are you doing today what did you do yesterday why weren't they done do you need any support today and what are you grateful for so just having that system in place where it takes away the human error where like people feel like they can't keep you accountable that's i guess that's my answer to it come up with a system which can take away the human element as much as you can totally i love that and um i guess that kind of links into what i'd like to talk about next is like obviously you've got a team of, of people around you and you'll work really well together and you spoke about um, the fact that you are the sum of the people that you hang around with the most, cool. you know, like um, definitely I believe that's the case. But um, one thing that you can do to level up um, your own standards is to expose yourself to, like you say, people like Kerwin and Ray, people like Tony Robbins, um, even people like I don't know, Scott Lewis, who's the director of PLC, who was your mentor for a long time. How do you, uh, or what would you recommend for people who currently are looking to level up, I guess, in their career or in their life, but at the moment, feel as though maybe they don't have that network like what would you recommend to these people how can they get that exposure yeah brilliant so it's the to carry on from that quote it's like you become you hang with which is correct but you become the environment that you're in so for example say you're i know you're listening to this right now you're like you know what i want to be so positive i've got goals i want to hit them but you keep i know get into a shit mindset you self-sabotage etc you don't have these really cool people just down the road from you to hang out with start with by listening to them consume it turn your car into university on wheels is i can't remember who said that i think uh, i can't remember who said that peter Vug, i think said that mm-hmm. um turn your, like listen to podcasts every single day listen to youtube videos listen to audio books you've got so many resources available like podcasts like you listen to right now listen to stuff that's going to create that environment inside of your head and then start going to these events because you obviously for me you can't be, beat being in the flesh in person you cannot beat that for me like if you've done a upw event with, with tony robbins that you cannot read a book and get the same fucking experience like, i know you're going down to it this year when you walk across that fire you can't read a fucking book it's like it's like reading how to ride a bike like have you drive manual before yeah it's like your first time driving manual you can read a book all you fucking want about driving a manual it's a different experience when you get in that car so for me you can't beat the live events and you can't beat the live interaction with people so at the end of the day start investing into them and you can do little cheap ones you can do 50 dollars events you can do free events you can do hundred dollar thousand dollar ten thousand dollar it doesn't matter on the on the level of income it costs or level uh, of money it costs you just start where you can i started with free events like little robert kiyosaki events little tony robbins events or little fifty dollar ones like you went to fast grow summit the other day forty nine dollars like you can start with these little ones as you go and um a suggestion if you're in australia anyway search up success resources in australia and there's heaps of events lined up there's one this week that i think we're going to go to for 120 bucks like to get around multi-billionaires for 120 dollars 
Like, fuck, it's so accessible. And maybe you're in a position where you can't um, afford that. There's nothing wrong with that. I would start setting goals around to get into that level. But like I said, start with a podcast, start with a YouTube video, start with a book, start with something to start consuming it. And then I would start reinvesting your earnings into events. Because for me, you just can't beat an event. You can't, like, the experience you're going to have at UPW will not compare to any book you've ever ever read before yeah yeah totally and i wholeheartedly believe that you know for you to grow then you need to be doing these personal development things like you say simple stuff you can do is obviously like you are now listening to a podcast listen to an audiobook in the car you know that's something so simple and you can incorporate and that incorporate that into your day-to-day life um and obviously like with the personal development the more and more you do it it snowballs into you know obviously your, your growth and and progress progression forward in your career and in your life um what would you suggest for say people that i don't know we've spoken about this before people who are going to these events like to get the most out of them yeah yeah strategy yeah yeah yeah, we literally spoke about it the other day yeah so for me i've i see it a lot in uh in people that i've met and people that i see and some of my friends as well they just hop between events that they're like Mm -hmm. event hoppers i'll go from like a like a tony to a gary v to a kerwin to a like literally 10 different events, but then they haven't taken any fucking action. They're still in the same position. They still literally haven't started the business. They haven't got a single sale. St- their body's still average. Like they haven't actually taken the action. So for me, when I go to an event, I first of all like to like soak up the energy of it, like the the intensity of it. I really like to sort of enjoy the process of it. Obviously I take a book and I write down a shitload of notes, but like I, I, I believe the statistic, don't quote me, I believe it's about 5% of people in events, use what they learn. So out of a thousand people, there is what fifty people. <laughs> Hopefully my maths are right. Should it, out of a hundred people, there's five people that do something with it. I should have done that. So there's um so yeah, so what's gonna make you be those five people? What's gonna make you be that five percent? So for me when I go to an event, again I like the experience of the mindset side where you can't really quote write down uh, a a skill to take away from it. It's very much the belief systems that you're consuming from those people and the energy that they give off. But for me, I always look for one strategy as well. So I look for, like for example, let's use UPW. Um, I hope if you've ever, if you've first time here in this event, guys, go do it. It's in Sydney in Australia. And I think it's, I don't know where it is overseas, but yeah, so there's a part that there's a firewalk they do. Like you cannot write down notes about that. It's like what you've done, it's the state you've gotten in, it's the mindset you've gotten in to physically do that. So the mindset experience is amazing, but then I also like to write down a couple, like obviously a shitload of notes, but then something that I can go home and execute on, like whether that be that day or the next day when I get home from the event, I always look for one key takeaway, one strategy, one sales system, one marketing campaign, one, I know, one system to implement in my business. Like I'm always looking for a practical thing so I don't become those people, like I said, who just go from event to an event and this it's funny because I, I know someone that I, I met at the most recent UPW I went to because I've done it twice uh, I've done uh, other things along the way and I saw this one at this person particular person at the previous one and I'm like so what's happening what's news with you and this person was still living at home they were still working the same job they hadn't started their business they were literally in the same position 12 months later and and in that time that person had done date with destiny as well they had done these other ones as well I'm just like I love the fact you're investing in it. First of all, how are you affording it? And their parents are paying for it. But you still haven't applied anything. Like It's all great to get rah-rah motivated and, and expo- inspired, but you, you've, got to, you've got to fucking execute. Gary Vee says, that I've, I've written more books than I've read. He doesn't believe that in his, for his own experience. I won't say what he believes in. But from what I've heard him say is, um, listen to the stuff. But for, for him, it's take action. Action is the biggest uh, teacher there is. Yeah. 
so yeah yeah Anyways. massive I, I think like in my own success within business doing obviously personal development and then taking action has been massive for me you know like you said take one strategy take massive action with that strategy um so yeah again if there was something that i would um suggest it's taking action for sure and the other thing that i I think you do quite naturally is you you take those things away from this personal development and then you teach it to others so is that something that for you is is um is just a passion of yours you like to i guess share your knowledge and and help other people well there's a couple things that come to my mind then first of all the teacher learns the most because um i I think it's einstein said it if you cannot teach it to a six-year-old you don't know it well enough if you Mm -hmm. can't explain what you're doing so simple so anyone can get it you don't know it because you like uh yeah i won't go into that topic but if you if you cannot teach it you don't know it and even me like even talking about this right now it's like i'm taking my own medicine i'm like shit like (laughs) i'm giving advice that i need to be doing a little bit better so i always believe in teaching it because that's where you can really solidify the lessons Mm. but at the same time for a business perspective if your team isn't doing well then the business isn't doing well so it i've always got taught even from the network marketing days that i was doing that you recruit people better than you so everything i learn i give back for free essentially because i'm because the better my team does the better the business is going to do and i'm very grateful for scott for example like scott's done heaps of development himself he's worked on himself heaps whether that be from business to property to mindset to relationships and he always like he'll literally it's funny he'll do an event and then um during the event he'll just voice message and send us photos of the event of what's going on and notes to take down because he knows that the better i go for example i own some of his franchises the better that i go as a franchisee then the better his business obviously the bigger company is going to do as well so yeah, I have always believed in if you can teach it, you know it really well. Like when we do our Team Connects and I get up and teach you a bit of something, it's good for me to learn it again and reiterate it. But yeah, it's it's more important to make sure your teams are learning this stuff now because it's great for you to know all these fancy skills. But if your team doesn't know it or isn't implementing it, then what's the fucking point? So yeah, yeah, I'm a big, big believer in that. Awesome, man. Awesome. I like. I guess to switch gears a little bit, I'd, I'd love to learn around um, what you believe would be the keys to success in career and in life. So, mostly in career, I'd love to hear about you know what you think would be your main key uh, points. I guess for anyone really wanting to make the most of their own career. Okay. Yep. Uh, my first piece of advice is find out what you love. It's the easy answer of what's your outcome <laughs> we always joke about it, like what's the outcome that you want because if you like say you jump in your car right now and you've got a gps or navman as they used to be called remember those things yeah <laughs> so i did have uh, one of those one day yeah. stick them on your windscreen <laughs> so tom tom yeah tom tom that's it so <laughs> say you jump in your car and you got your phone and you and you you just jump in and you've got no address and you just start driving where the fuck are you gonna end up hmm. anywhere that's the anywhere and like you can use that analogy a lot for people in their in their career and it's funny i kind of joke about it because i meet someone in the most common question how are you mate how you doing and if like during conversation oh so what do you do with yourself and they'll say oh i'm an accountant or something and you're like how did you get into that the most common answer i get i kind of fell into it like for me how the fuck what do you mean do you walk down the street and you've stumbled over and now you're a lawyer like it doesn't work like that it's accidentally like a four-year degree yeah i just kind of fell into being a fucking i don't know a physio like it doesn't work like that uh or a teacher whatever example so for me if if that's your attitude you're gonna be very you're gonna it there's a very rare chance to actually have the life that you want because 
again, you just got, it's the Aussie attitude should be right. It's the, yeah. like, we'll, we'll take care of it when we get there. But if that's your attitude, it's like, again, it's like jumping in your car and just start driving and hope you end up where you want to. There's a very, very, very slim to no chance that that's going to happen. So I would figure out what it is that you want. And that that's come from a, a fulfillment area and a income area because you need both because I, I believe in Tony Robbins quote the keys to us a fulfilled life is um, he calls it the uh, what is it the skill of achievement and the art of fulfillment so you need the fulfillment side because it's like you could be like Robin Williams for example which a lot of people have heard of where he had millions of dollars he was super successful and he hung himself so it's not about having all the money and being miserable but also I believe it's not about just being happy clappy and then ignoring your finances ignoring the the nitty-gritty stuff because then you're going to struggle financially there's going to be stress in your life there's going to be all those things so for me, it's a final combination of both. Okay, well, what do you want? And what do you want from a fulfillment side? And what do you want from an income side? Because some people want to earn a trillion dollars, a billion dollars, a million dollars. Some people want to earn a hundred grand a year. Some people want to earn 50 grand a year, have kids, be the be the coach of their local soccer team and they're happy. That's fine. That's that's. There's nothing wrong with that. So you got to get out of that sort of, that comparison game of seeing all these like life coaches and millionaires on Instagram. And because you know, as you guys know, that half of that stuff's bullshit. So... For me, I figure out what do you want from a financial standpoint and what and a fulfillment standpoint, and then I guess my next. This is just my attitude. I mentioned at the start with sport. My whole life, I've had a coach, whether it be rugby league, tennis, golf, business, everything that I do, I've had a coach, and that for me is the secret to success. That for me, it's the biggest. If you, like, I'm not sure if you've ever watched like any like. Oscar um, speeches, like they win an Oscar. Like, what's who are the fir- what's the first thing they do when they get up there? They get up there and they say, "Thanks, guys. I did this all myself. No one helped me. I just I just put it all off." Is that what they say? No, there's always a team. Support, I just, right? I just want to thank my whole team, my coach, my support, my mother, my whatever. The first thing they do is thank the people that helped them get there. And for me, that version of that is a coach. So. For me, I always find a coach. So say, for example, you get in, you want to be, you're watching this, you want to be in the fitness industry, okay? Figure out, okay, you want to be, you want to help people because it fulfills you in the fitness industry because you went through a weight loss transformation and you you were really at rock bottom and you've come up and now you want to help other people do the same. You figured out that you want to earn $200,000 a year doing that and you want to work 20 hours a week doing so, great. I would find someone who's achieved that, but not only achieved that, achieved that and more because like you can, anyone, not anyone, but People can fluke things. There's, um, there are some lucky examples out there of people that just have a good uh, network, their family helped out, etc. So find someone who's actually gotten great results in that area and go learn from them. And that might mean paying for it. That might be like, I, I pay a lot of money for coaching like with Kerwin Ray, like the events that we've mentioned about. So find a way to find a coach and then um, and, and then model them. Like t- Tony Robbins, model modeling is the fastest way to get what you want. Turn decades into days, as he says, because if you're trying to reinvent the wheel, why? It's already been invented. The goal that you've got right now, short of being like an Elon Musk where you want to fucking take people to Mars or whatever, like <laughs> literally kind of like, Colonialize, that's, that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, have a society on Mars, unless you're like that extreme. I can guarantee for 99% of you, someone's already achieved what you want. Hmm. So why try to reinvent the wheel and go find it? Like for me, I've kind of been in a sense in Scott's shadow for a long time because I came in for work experience and I wanted to be a PT at the start. And he's done that, he can show me. I wanted to get clients, I wanted to make $1,000. He showed me how to do that. I wanted to own a gym, he showed me how to do that. I want to have multiple gyms, he showed me how to do that. So I've always had the person showing me the next couple of steps. It's like, 
the coach always <laughs> the um you know you don't have to you do, <laughs> I can't remember the example it's like the piano player you don't have to be an uh, expert piano you just need to be one lesson ahead of the student <laughs> you just need to yeah. be a couple steps ahead of it so again I guess to answer the question is to figure out what you want from a fulfillment side and a and a practical side and that means income hours etc and because some people can take on more stress than others naturally and then find a coach and model them that would be my i guess that's been my secret for a long time even with football i did okay at football i was contracted um, with the titans and the broncos i made queensland uh, teams but again i would find coaches or people that i looked up to like billy slater back when i was playing fullback and i looked not that i had him as a coach but i would I would model how he plays. I know how he talked so well with the defense. I know how he like how he ball played and stuff. Like I always modeled someone that I wanted to emulate and that's I guess that's helped me so much to get what I get to where I am today. That's awesome, mate. That's gold right there. Um I really love it. Um like I I I really idolize, I guess, to a certain extent, your own success within business as such a young age being what only 22 22 sir yeah and having three gyms and and just crushing it and having an awesome team below you and, and well not below you but working alongside you yeah um mate how how does that all flow into your life like these principles that we spoke about um is this all stuff that you then implement into your personal life to help you achieve like i guess um healthy relationships and um, uh, you know, like how, how does that work with, with life cool. as well? Yeah. Like I, I think I don't, I don't feel I've got amazing results when it comes to say intimate relationships. I'm a single dude. So I, I don't think I can, I give my two cents on it, but I, I haven't got the results. So it's just an opinion. It's just a hypothesis. It's not an actual <laughs> result. Um, but in terms of life balance, I think I'm, I'm finding a really good way to do it. Um, uh, but at the, for people starting business, you got to understand that like you're going to grind your ass off at the start. There's no way around that. There's no, I remember at the start, like I was working Monday to Sunday, uh, like today's Sunday, we're still working and like, there was no sleep, there's no me time, there was no, there was nothing because I just thought it was head down, bum up and, and work. So I, I've been to that extent um, where like you burn out, you lose your passion, you lose your drive and I've definitely been there, burnt the candle from both ends as they say. I've never really understood that analogy, but um, yeah, I've definitely been there. I think what's helped a lot with it is, uh, I guess, the answer of the personal development. But just un- understand that the more you develop yourself personally, like from coaches and events and stuff, the more skills you have, the less energy you have to actually exert to get a similar result. So like when you're first starting a PT business, for you to get some clients, I'm assuming from your own experience, you would have had to put a lot of energy into leads and sales and like actually building up a clientele. But when you got to a point where sales were quite easy, leads were quite easy, it kind of, it flowed a lot nicer. Like you, you use the word flow, it just becomes a bit of a flow. It's like recruitment, like um, bringing on team members like yourself, like, it, especially before you came around, I was really that not that great at recruiting. I was I'd spend day and hours just searching people, putting ads up, interviewing. Like, I didn't really get it. So it's um I guess it's like we said, teacher learns the most. You learn the most as as you do it. So I guess once you've got that experience on it, you got to have a bit of bit. If we're talking about, I guess to bring it back. If we're talking balance from a business perspective, I guess that's where we're going because that's where I'm at. You've got to learn how to scale. You've got to learn how to systemize. You've got to learn how to 
know what you want because I know there's are some people that love the grind, love waking up at 4 a.m., love going to bed at 10 p.m. But like some people like yourself, I know you want to sort of venture in having a family and having a bit of travel and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be conscious of that, but you got to learn, I guess, going back to that, what we said before, find someone who's achieved that and learn how they do it. So for me, Kerwin's helped us out a lot with that. He's taught us about systems, about delegating, about systemizing, about scaling your business. So he's helped out so much in that sense, but I guess just to ta- attach on to that is to find um, find time for yourself and really understand if you are, I mentioned it earlier, if you're pouring from a cup that's empty, you're gonna struggle. You're just gonna be running on fumes and I, I, I'm, I would assume you've been there before as well. Oh, like You've run your own business before. Like You just can't be the same person. You can, you can put that your happy face on, which we've done before when clients walk in and you're acting all happy, but you know behind that smile, you're like, you're, you're burning out, you're struggling and you're, you're just got, yeah, so like for me, like I've, it's funny, I'm getting better results from a financial side of things now, um, time-wise, and I'm actually doing less, less work than ever. Yeah. Like tomorrow, like this week in terms of taking sessions, I think I'm on three times this week. So I've got like three blocks of sessions I'm taking. I'm playing uh, social Oztag, social netball, um, p- possibly going to another event this week as well. Um, like I'm going down to see my mum and dad this weekend. Like I've got, I've got, I guess this abundance of time or I guess more time coming into my life, but yet I'm getting better results. And I think it comes back from, you've got to, I guess, have that phase of grinding it out to get, learn what works and what doesn't, and then learn how to scale your way out of it. Cause in business there's a place, a, a bit where you quote, um, get yourself out of a job. You've got to, delegate what you're doing to like we said before people that are better than you and then skill them up to get better so i guess the goal as a business owner at some point is to get you out of a job and it's actually quite it's harder than it's it's once you've achieved it it's weirder than you think because i've had days i'll be i'll be honest now like especially recently because now that you're here callum's in here we've got new trainers coming on like like a lot of what I used to do, which I was quite addicted to, the leads, the sales, because I love that shit. I love taking sessions. I love high-fiving everyone to a degree, to after some time. Like you get to a point where you're like, what the fuck do I do? And it's actually a weird feeling because you feel guilty for not doing it. I felt I felt so guilty signing up for that OSAC team mm. a couple of months when we started two, three months ago. I felt so guilty doing that. But knowing that like you've got the right people in place, the right systems in place, you're measuring your numbers, you know you're on track, we're debriefing all the time, we're doing those huddles that we spoke about. Just having that real level of eyes on on the numbers and knowing you're on track, feeling okay and having no form of guilt for having some time out for yourself. So I'd really bat on about, yeah, making sure you've allocated yourself me time or self-time, self-love, call it what you like throughout the week because if you are running on fumes you're going to get less out of your business less out of you you're not going to be a nice person to be around and yeah there's only so long you can do that for there's only so long you can paddle to keep your head above water so that's it yeah Yeah. awesome man that's gold um there's there's so much value in everything that you've said so far and one big thing that that i can definitely reiterate is like to be successful truly successful in life and in business is to make time for yourself first of all um, and then obviously, if you're looking for business success, it's going to be hard work. So, you know, if you're uh, uh, um, self-employed and you're looking to really make the most of that scenario and potentially um, work into a bigger business where you are outsourcing the work, it's hard work initially. There's no way around that. But then obviously, you scale that business so that then you are, like yourself, spending less time within the business. And then obviously keeping yourself busy outside of that so you're not feeling bad that you're not working within yeah. the business. Yeah, like before you go on to the next one, like mm. they, 
um, Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook, he says he spends 80% of his t- his day looking at a window. Yeah. Because he's just thinking and it's like having space and time to think of what's next, how to innovate, how to expand, how to, what, I know, what, I get what's next. So mm. like to think about one of the biggest companies on the planet, multi-billion dollar company where the, the founder and owner is uh, spending 80% of his day just staring out a window, like, like how? Yeah. yeah, and I mean that's ideal, right? It's, yeah. it's not like he's um, yeah, he's not making good coin <laughs> yeah. what he's doing. And well. I guess to wrap it up before you move on mm-hmm. as well is, but that's based on his goals because yeah. there are people that love the in the trenches. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're a business owner right now and you're addicted or you love the in the trench side and you don't want to scale, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You can stay in there for sort of five, ten years and maybe you want to get out later. There's no, there's nothing wrong with it. Based on my goals, I don't want to be in in the trenches day in day out right now i want time to i know like i haven't done much travel haven't spent that much time with family haven't worked on myself as much as i want to so this gives me a lot more time to do that so yeah just spend on your goals that's a very real um i guess uh, there's a possibility where you know you don't get that chance to to work on yourself to to do those things like go overseas i, I know i myself have spent so much time trying to build my career and my own success and i never got to the point where i was scaling so i haven't had that extra time to i guess reinvest in myself reinvest in like um i I guess going overseas and creating these experiences so you know that's that's um valuable really um now i guess we're we're just about running out of time bro but uh, to to summarize like going back to what you said about how to create business success um obviously remember guys it's make sure you find what you love so find what you love and you'll never work a day in your life you know like for me and I'm sure for Louis, like fitness is something that we're just super passionate about. So it's really easy to work within this space. Know your financial goal and know what, how much you want to work as well. You know, it's kind of touched on that. You know, if you want to be in the trenches, you want to be working, slogging it out for the next 10 years. There's nothing wrong with that. But know your financial goals and, and know how much you want to work. Find a coach, find a mentor and model off their success. So there's people that have done everything that you're looking to do. So you don't have to be out there one out like trying to figure it out as you go. People have done this before. Model off their success. It might mean that you need to pay for a coach, but you're investing in your future. So invest in that personal development. Um, And um, yeah, I think that about wraps it up, brother. But um, look, I'm super grateful for having you on board uh, on the podcast and uh, I'm super grateful for being a part of the team here at PLC Kuma and I guess learning from you. Um, it's really, I guess, humbling to a certain extent, you know, being that I'm quite, I'm what, eight, eight years your senior and I'm learning so much from you. Um, but there's there's no ego there, and I, like I really appreciate that. And Man, that means a lot. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. brother. If if people wanted to reach out to you and they wanted to to learn a bit more about Louis Huckstep, Huckstep, <laughs> where, <laughs> where can they find you? Mate, just as my name, Louis Huckstep. I'm like Facebook, Instagram. I got a YouTube channel. I don't use it as often as I as I should. But um, yeah, Facebook and Instagram are my main too. So swing me a message if you've got any questions, guys. Like I'm pretty open. I'm I'm. Pre- I'm transparent about everything. Like, you want to know all the do's and don'ts of what I've done, or all the uh, all the warts of my life. You're more than welcome to hear it. So maybe you can learn some lessons from my mistakes as well. So, and yes, I just want to say thank you for what you said at the end. It really means a lot. Appreciate it. He's a truly humble bloke, and awesome to have you on, Louis. Thanks so much, mate. mate. Thank you so much. Right. See you next time, Cheers, guys. <laughs> See you on the next podcast.